Knoxville Tower, runway 23 left at Alpha 8, taxi via Alpha Taxiway. No delay, wind 2904, runway 23 left at Alpha 8, clear for takeoff, traffic 3 mile final. Read back correct, tower for taxi, have a good flight. Welcome to From the Runway Up. I'm Becky. And I'm Caitlin. And we work in the Public Relations Department at McGee-Tyson Airport in Knoxville, Tennessee. We understand that going behind the scenes in an airport these days isn't as easy as it used to be. So that's where this podcast comes in. Each episode, we'll give you a behind-the-scenes look of current events at our airport and in the aviation industry as a whole. So fasten your safety belts and join us on this aviation adventure. Hello from the Runway Up listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We are going to continue our discussion on air service development. And hopefully you already listened to the episode we recently posted that had Jim Evans in our studio. And we talked about air service development from an airport point of view. So today we are really excited to talk to Hillary Gray. She is the Director of Corporate Communications for Allegiant Airlines. And this is actually the first airline representative we've had on our podcast. Hillary, thank you so much for talking with us today. Oh, wow. I was excited to do it. And now I feel even more honored knowing that I'm the first airline guest. That's great. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. So Hillary, if you will just start by telling us a little bit about Allegiant Air and how you found your way to the airline. Um, Sure. And it's really, it's such a pleasure to talk to you all. Um, I love coming to Knoxville and seeing the airport for myself. Allegiant is a really kind of a unique animal in the airline space. We cater pretty exclusively to leisure travelers is what we're looking at. We're a low-cost carrier, and we're talking to passengers that wouldn't be able to afford to go on vacation, in particular, if it weren't for Allegiant. So they're looking for low fares. They're looking for nonstop flights that are accessible to their community. So we do something a little different than maybe the legacy carriers do, where they're chasing a lot of business travelers going on the company dime. Mm -hmm. We're really looking um, primarily, and our network is always growing, at connecting passengers from smaller cities, medium cities, to those vacation-type destinations. So you can kind of already get what I'm hinting at with why Knoxville is so special for us. Yes. Yep. And whenever you mentioned legacy carriers, for us here in Knoxville, that's like Delta and American and United. Right. I didn't mean to like get into sort of that industry jargon right no, that's away. Okay. Our um, listeners but, are very know. yeah, our listeners are very aware of all of our acronyms and all of our, our jargon. So <laughs> But but yes, the larger carriers that have merged over the years, um, you know, that fly um business class type of service where, you know, if it's if you're traveling on the company dime um because you have to go to a conference or someplace for business, we know that that's different from the traveler that we're talking to usually that may be deciding whether to do some home improvements or could they afford a family vacation this year, that kind of thing. So uh, our model is a little bit different that way. And I guess to the second part of your question, how I got to Allegiant is kind of interesting. Long time ago in my career, um, around 9-11 and thereabouts, I was actually in the industry on the airport side. I was the public affairs director at McCarran Airport here in Las Vegas, where Allegiant is based. And I did that for about five years. And then I've done some other um, 
you know, public information communication things in the community here in Las Vegas in education and nonprofits. And I got this recruitment a couple of years ago to come and be the first corporate communications director at Allegiant. And I really love the industry. And Allegiant's unique mission is kind of what attracted me to that after a career mainly in like um, local government and nonprofits to come back and work for an airline is just sort of an interesting mirror image to, um, you know, where I was as an airport person many years back. Absolutely. And you did you say the first director of communications at Allegiant? Yes, you know, Allegiant is a newer airline when you talk about kind of the length of service of different carriers. We've been in business close to 20 years with the Allegiant that you know, which is still a very young business. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been growing out different parts of the business. So under marketing were all of the communications functions. And just a couple of years ago, like many other companies, they broke out a corporate communications function. And so, you know, coming in and starting up that new team was a real pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. So our community, you know, we met you whenever you were here this summer announcing that Allegiant was opening a base, a hub of operations here in Knoxville, which we're really excited about. Can you talk a little bit about how Allegiant determines the location for a base? Sure. There's science as well as art that goes to um, how we determine routes and where we fly and then which communities would be great to have a base. So, um, you know, Allegiant has flown out of Knoxville for a long time. We started service back in 2006 with one route to St. Pete, and we've grown our presence there since then. And when we look at Knoxville, we look at an airport and that's very integrated into the community. You know, we looked at partners like the airport authority there that understand that for our unique customers that we want to keep costs low. There are community partnerships that developed to sort of support increasing service and the things that you do when you have a base where we built out our space a little bit. Having based aircraft there meant uh, different kinds of staff opportunities at the airport, things like that. And we're really looking at the competitive environment too and which kinds of situations that airports and communities could use based aircraft to have kind of a broader range of opportunities out there that that brings. You can start flying in and out of Knoxville earlier in the day as a base because the aircraft are starting their day and the crews are starting their day there. And so what does that mean? What are some of the opportunities for cities that we wouldn't be able to connect to if we didn't have a base there? So Knoxville kind of brought it all from our perspective and has been an excellent partner. So we're really excited to see a future growth that can be supported by having based aircraft and crews right there. Yeah, we're excited too. So when Allegiant is determining where to allocate their resources, like you were explaining, how do they determine it? Is there a special department within Allegiant that looks at those designations? Well, there's actually um, quite a few groups that weigh in on those things. You know, if you look at sort of the core of the network and where we're flying and where the opportunities are, what's a good competitive environment, you're talking about our network planning group, and they're always looking at demand and areas where we should be flying or where we may have opportunities to be flying more, where we'd have a good competitive advantage. And then we also have an airports management team, and they're the ones that work on the ground with our airport partners, like in Knoxville 
people to look at space and to look at logistical requirements and to talk to community leaders about how they would like to get involved and what opportunities they see. And that unit is actually part of our public affairs group that includes government relations, my group. You know, you do get all those different perspectives. We also have to take into account just anything to do with our daily operations, our OCC team, where are we going to put our human resources, um, where it makes sense to have based pilots and flight attendants and maintenance technicians. So there's definitely a lot of logistics and a lot of different groups that take that hard look to say, okay, where should our next base be? But a lot of it has to do with the good community standing, with airports that really understand that people in the community are looking for service like Allegiance and are willing to help us incentivize things to keep costs low so that we can keep those planes full and grow the network. So that was a long way to answer a simple question, but there's <laughs> definitely a lot of a lot of hands and a lot of experts. It's both an art and a science. Well, it just proves just like an airport, an airline has multiple departments working together to the common good. And to make anything happen, it takes a group effort to make that happen. So actually, it's a wonderful answer for a <laughs> short question. <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because we were talking about sort of with my background since I've been on the airport side before, it is that kind of mirror image. I always talk about airports as little cities. Well, you know, how the airline puts together all the pieces is very similar. There's lots of different complexities and components to making those flights run every day and determining, uh, you know, where the demand is and how we can best serve the communities that we're in. Well, and can you talk a little bit about once you decided that Knoxville would be a good base for Operation then what? Kind of what's the process of actually announcing that we're a base and then what goes into that from your side? Sure. And like I say, there's various components to it. HR is ramping up to do some hiring, that kind of thing, which they've done now. You know, you have our team with airports management that's looking at the facilities and a lot of behind the scenes conversations that are happening. Boy, I couldn't even begin to rattle off all of the wonderful supportive partners in the community there that worked with the airport authority that were in the know and excited to help make the announcement because it's one of those multi-level benefits, even just from the community end. You're looking at, we're bringing more than 60 new crew members and support staff. So those are jobs into the community. It's more opportunities for flights. So once we know that we're going to have aircraft based there, our planning team is looking at how do we best use those? How can we grow the schedule? Where are some markets that we know there's demand for in and out of Knoxville that we haven't been able to serve because we haven't had the capacity without having planes, you know, based there. So there's all kinds of those types of calculations that go with it. And it really does open up a whole new world of opportunity when you have a base. Being a base of operation is new to Knoxville, but it's not the first place that Allegiant has named a city as their base of operation. So what should the people of Knoxville expect in regards to some of the successes maybe you've had in other markets, maybe some best case studies or some best practices that you've seen? And hopefully Mark will follow that in this market. Knoxville is the 15th base that we've announced in our system, and we have large bases and small bases. And one thing I just wanted to kind of take a little step back and clarify for folks that are more familiar with the traditional airlines, the longer-term folk that we refer to as the legacies, United, American, et cetera, they tend to fly through hubs. And one of the things that makes Allegiant different is that we are out and back when we fly. So when we say that we have based aircraft, that means that air 
aircraft that are based at Knoxville are leaving Knoxville, going someplace, coming back. They're doing their days flying, and then they're coming back home to Knoxville at the end of the day. As opposed to, as a traveler, if you fly American, they might be having you go through Dallas even if you're not going to Dallas, and that's because that's where they have a hub. So just to sort of clarify that. So small bases, smaller bases that we've recently announced, Indianapolis is a great example, similar kind of a situation where we announced a two-aircraft base, and we've been growing there. We've been growing some routes there as a result. They saw more frequencies into their schedule right away, and that's something that Knoxville can expect, too. Even in our winter schedule, it looks like we're going to have close to 18% growth in number of flights um, in the last two months of this year compared to last year. Um, Yeah, and that's even before we've been able to kind of bring that promised little tease with a new base to fruition, which is announced new routes. And those will also be coming. I would be remiss if I didn't say people around here would kill me if I get too far down that road. Yeah. But, hey, uh, your secret when we would be safe base, with us if you wanted to share with right. our listeners. <laughs> and all the listeners to the podcast, yeah. if yeah. I can square you all the secrecy right now. No, we don't do that, but I can assure you that that, that was um, absolutely a core reason for looking at Knoxville as a base, knowing that it's really prime territory to add some new routes and to really expand what we're doing there. And without prattling on too long, I just wanted to add to Knoxville is kind of the perfect situation in Allegiance Network because we talked about a little bit earlier that we tend to fly from smaller cities to vacation destinations. Knoxville kind of has the advantage of both where you all are a vacation destination as well. And so we know that the traffic coming in to Knoxville is going to be just as important to our network as the outgoing, as people that live in the community. So that's a really exciting prospect for us. Well, and that's wonderful that Allegiant recognizes us as a destination with the Smoky Mountains in our backyard and and the hiking and extreme sport opportunities Mm -hmm. that they have in our neck of the woods, as they say. So it does really have to be a thought because most people don't think about that when they ask us to get a new destination or a flight. They're thinking, I need to fly from here to there, but not necessarily what happens when people fly back into our airport Mm -hmm. because it is a great destination. That is an excellent point that a lot of times people don't think about. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, you can imagine, your listeners can imagine that when we're talking about growing in the Orlando area, obviously the tourism authorities and the convention bureaus are a big part of the conversation there because that's how kind of the world views Orlando. And, you know, in Knoxville, it's a similar situation. You all have so many wonderful draws, especially for some snowbirds that are coming from those places that, you know, want to get out of their um, towns and go on vacation and do some outdoor sports and visit the great Smoky Mountains, it's a great opportunity for them too. And we do have other examples of that. I do a lot stop to location here. So um, I've been visiting our Boise station a lot, which is not a base, but Boise is kind of similar where we have a lot of origination traffic there going to the places we serve to LA, to Phoenix, to Las Vegas, but also from the Southwest that want to go and, you know, to the winter sports and the outdoor recreation and the opportunities that they have there. We have a lot of origination traffic from Los Angeles, for example. So we really expect to see a lot of demand for Knoxville as well as from Knoxville. Can you talk a little bit more about what you see the future being with Allegiant here in Knoxville? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, now that we've established you know, the initial base plan and we're operating as a base, you've seen those two aircraft that are hanging around overnight, getting their checks and going out for flying the next day, that it'll embed us even more in the community, and that's exciting. We love supporting the communities that we serve and the opportunities to get involved, but also just for the benefit of everybody that lives in the community that we will be growing, we'll be adding routes, we'll be able to get to places from Knoxville directly that maybe you have seen before. One of the other things that's unique about Allegiant is that most of our routes are non-competitive, and so we're really looking for places that are unusual, that maybe haven't been served previously. So it does open up a whole new world for our network planners to look at when it comes to how do we pick the next great destinations for Knoxville. Oh, wonderful. We're and excited. I'll speak, I'll speak on behalf of our listeners. We would really like somewhere for the, on the West Coast, if you could pull that off. <laughs> Some way to get us to warmer weather right yes. now. It's super cold. Can you talk a little bit about the recent baseball sponsorship that you all are involved in? Oh, sure. Yeah, that's really an exciting one. We have a marketing partnership with Minor League Baseball. And, you know, as we've talked about, we serve a lot of small communities, a lot of communities that have Minor League Baseball teams. We do, um, like so, us. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And so you may have already seen some Allegiant promotions and contests in conjunction with Minor League Baseball. And we know that there are people that love Minor League Baseball that travel for their teams and are looking for those opportunities. So, um, you know, our Our chief marketing officer and his team really found that that was a great opportunity to address some of the folks in our network, to create some exciting partnerships and synergies. And, you know, we're looking forward to growing that as well. Perfect. Yeah, because we have the Spokies baseball here kind of in our backyard. And so I was really interested whenever I saw that announcement. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about the places that that we go, it's really a a nice match to our network. And so um, a lot of our customers are already big minor league baseball fans. And, uh, you know, we hope to grow that as well and have some really exciting opportunities in conjunction with, uh, with the fans. To get to our final question today, one of the things we'd like to, to ask most of the people who are wonderful guests like yourself on our program is, what would you like our podcast listeners to know about Allegiant? Well, kind of to echo a little bit of where we started, that Allegiant is a different kind of carrier. You know, we really are looking at, especially, you know, the folks that live in the community that may be looking at their next vacation. We're looking at growing and growing presence in the communities that we serve in a different way. And we're about creating access. You know, I was sort of asked what drew me to Allegiant. Well, that's part of it, is it's a really interesting mission. I like to talk about Allegiant as creating access to flying for people that wouldn't otherwise be able to, either by virtue of where they live or by the price point. And so if we can help people live in the community, who work in the community, be able to take an affordable vacation to get to someplace nonstop, to get out of Knoxville when before they would have had to drive or travel to another airport or, you know, go with a legacy carrier on several stops along the way, we want to make travel easier. And that's the bottom line with us. And that's why Knoxville has been such a great community partner. One of the other things that's sort of exciting about Allegiant right now is we are just on the cusp of finishing a fleet transition where we're going to an all Airbus fleet, um, which is going to make us more fuel efficient. It's going to help us synchronize our training throughout our system and bring us a lot of efficiencies. And that's also going to help us to be able to look at different calculations and routes that we can fly and open up some new possibilities. So we're really excited about it. I'm trying to think what else is out there that's interesting 
interesting. You all have flights to Florida, so another new wrinkle for Allegiant to watch in the next year or so is that we're looking at getting into the resort business as well. We're going to be building a really unique resort out in Punta Gorda that we hope that lots of folks will be interested in visiting. So we'll probably be back to talk to you about that and the opportunities that it holds for people in Knoxville as well very soon. Oh, wonderful. It sounds like there's a lot of things in the store for Allegiant, not just in our community, but as a whole and as an airline. Yeah, it's a young company. It's an innovative company. And we're going to interesting places and we're growing our network. And Knoxville is one of our bases is going to be at the center of all that. So we're really, really excited about it and hope to be able to bring you some more announcements to go with it in the very near future. We definitely hope so. If our listeners have any questions or if they want to book travel, where do you recommend them looking? And then if they want to get in contact with you, if they have questions, what's the best way to do that? Sure. Um, Go to Allegiant.com, which is our website. I guess that's another unique attribute we should talk about with Allegiant is all of our booking is through our website. You know, we're not on Orbitz or any of the other third-party sites, so you'll definitely want to come to us. We've got a great FAQ section, and all the contact information is right there if it's a customer kind of question or you need to reach one of our departments. You can also learn about some of the things that we're doing in communities. We have great charitable partnerships with Make-A-Wish and the Red Cross and a lot of other groups that are really important to us that you also um, work with in your communities. So we hope that uh, your listeners will take the opportunity to learn more about Allegiant, and hopefully we'll see a lot of them in the skies soon. So that concludes our discussion on air service development. Next, we're going to talk with Bill Marison, the president of the Metropolitan Knoxville Airport Authority, who is retiring on December 31st after 36 years of service, a long time to our airport. So tune in for our next episode as we talk to him about what it's changed and what airports look like over that 36 years of his involvement. He's really been in the aviation industry over 50, so he really has a lot to share with us. And we'll end our year with an episode on a year in review. So we hope you join us next time. Oh, 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 oh